I love the way you look at me. You see all the good things, baby. Oh, I love the way you look at me. You see all the good things, baby. Thanks for tuning in. First things first, the mailing list is dmajor7s.com and my social media is at dmajor7s. These episodes are free, but if you do want to help out, you can buy a vinyl or a t-shirt or just, you know, buy me a tip, like a pint or whatever. Cup of coffee. That's on my website too. Okay, now let's get into some good things. I was listening to loads of the RH Factor at the time. That was a group led by jazz trumpeter Roy Hargrove. And the album was a play on his name. It's called Hard Groove. Now, I'd seen them play at the North Sea Jazz Festival in Rotterdam a few years back, before I knew anything about neo-soul music. He was a jazz guy, but he was also one of the soul Quarians who basically brought real soul music back in, into the 20th century. And I later found out that he played all over what came to be my favorite album, D'Angelo's Voodoo. But at the time, this album, Hard Groove, was my kind of gateway into that whole style of music. Um, I'd been exposed to jazz and soul, but this was like a combination of the two and with like a a rogue third element, which was hip hop beats. And it blew my mind, basically. I was obsessed with it. Uh, One of the tracks in particular was Poetry featuring Erica Badu and Q-Tip, with just two chords. That was another breakthrough moment for me to hear this band of incredibly technical jazz musicians using only two chords. And it encouraged or persuaded me with my limited guitar chord knowledge to think that I too could make something melodic and funky without needing to overcomplicate. So I came up with a verse at home, just an E to a D chord back and forth. Be like a little boy, I got so much to learn, but you see a lovely man. I don't understand you see what you want. And in the chorus I introduced a third chord, which is C, to bring it somewhere new. I like the way you look at me. I like the way, baby. You see all the good you see all the good things in me. I like the way you look at me. I like the way, baby. You see all the good You see all the good things in me. I remember we had a band rehearsal for a show and I brought this tune along. I didn't have the riff yet, but it popped into my head on the walk there. Something simple enough that fits along with the chords. I've been told since that it's an unusual riff and that it changes in an unexpected place, but I don't really hear that. To me, it's just a a sequence that works to get from E down to D and then back again. For the recording, Johnny played the intro on keys and the band join him after eight bars.
the vocal verse is quite low in my register and I, I had to sing it quite softly and it sounds kind of matter-of-factly, I think, to match the vibe. It's a simple melody and I'm just telling a kind of a straightforward story. Something that might be relatable, that feeling of imposter syndrome. Here was an amazing person, you know, looking at me and seeing only positive things. And at the time I was in a low place, I didn't really feel up to being the person that she saw. Self-esteem. I don't know if that makes sense. I had been kind of suffering from low self-esteem, but here was someone who thought I was like interesting or funny or charismatic or whatever it is that she saw in me. And I felt like none of these things, hence the lines. You see what you want to see, the bright side of me. Could this be a case of mistaken identity? I don't understand. You see what you want to see, the bright side of me. Could this be a case of mistaken identity? I really like the guitar splurge played by my brother Paddy in the chorus. There's no other word for it. It's a splurge. Like just a release of good vibes. The second verse tells a similar story to the first. Again, I've got self-doubt and denial. The lyric is, I'm so quick to criticize. I'm cynical inside, but you don't notice that. You don't see the bad things. And I added a lot of backing vocals to this second verse. They kind of go between being an answer, a response to the main line, to just providing texture in the background. I get so confused, so confused. but you give me good advice. Yeah, you know just what to do to keep me satisfied. Keep me satisfied. I'm so quick to criticize it. Oh, I'm yeah. cynical inside, oh, yeah. but you don't notice that. No, you don't see the bad things. The bridge section. It's just the chorus chords raised up a fourth. So instead of E to C, it's A to F. Music heads probably noticed that. It's like something James Brown would do when the song needs a lift. You know, bring it up a fourth and just stay there for a while. Um, I wrote out some brass parts for two trumpets to fill the space. And they were played by Bill Blackmore. Now, I wrote the trumpet parts before I heard my bro Paddy's guitar solo because he overdubbed everything separately and by himself. So when I heard the mix, I wanted to drop either the guitar solo or the trumpets because it sounded so busy. But Ken, uh, Ken McCabe, Wolfhound Sound, who mixed and recorded the album, persuaded me not to. He assured me that he could mix the bridge section so that the guitar solo and the trumpets wouldn't get in each other's way. And yes, he was obviously right. And I'm glad he pushed for that because I really love how this section turned out. The guitar particularly is quite unpredictable and played in a low register, which kind of makes a nice contrast to the bright, melodic, simple trumpet lines. 
when we used to play this song live, we do a complete di- dynamics drop at this point, and there'd be a call and response part with the audience. The band would drop out, I'd sing good things, and the crowd would hopefully sing it back. We have had some beautiful moments with this song at gigs, um, one at Electric Picnic, notably. And that's also the version we did for the RTE recording. But for the album, it didn't make sense to take the groove away. So instead of the dynamics drop, we did something else. In the end, what Ken did was he made a breakbeat entirely from scratch. And we also recorded a new synth part, which was also played by Ken. It was a kind of a Stevie Wonder-ish bass line that kept the groove going, but it It went to a few new places harmonically. I wanted to keep the breakbeat, breakdown, funky, but also make it interesting by introducing some new sounds and some new chords. Originally, this song didn't have a third verse. I think I added it maybe two years after writing the the rest of the song. I had subconsciously left a space there but I honestly don't think I was mature enough at the time to realize where it should go. And so I just left it. And then one day it it kind of arrived. The third verse is about not, not just about how good it feels to be seen in this positive light, but accepting it, seeing yourself in the same way, and then promising to be a better person by, by passing on that same positivity. I feel 10 feet tall When I step I'm in time Should I stumble or fall When I know that I'll be just fine Now I promise and intend Be a better human being To see the good in them Like you see in me I like the way you look at me Well I like the way Earlier I mentioned the guitar and the trumpets dovetailing for the solo section And there's another really, really nice bit that happens over the last chorus where they play in unison. Paddy came up with this staccato rhythmic line for the chorus and it comes in kind of on an offbeat. It just adds texture and makes it groove that little bit more. Once I heard it, it struck me that it was so rhythmic and interesting that it should also be a horn line. So I asked Bill to double the parts. And if you've been listening to these pods, you'll probably have noticed a bit of a trend by now. I did the same thing with Paddy's guitar part in When It All Runs Out and also with Johnny's keys parts in Little Rose. 
don't get me wrong, I love writing new parts for brass, but if there's an existing line that one of the band is playing already and it fits perfectly into the song and jumps out as a brass line, I'd be a bit foolish to ignore it. So, yeah, I guess I'm just lucky to be surrounded by such a group of creative musicians. I also kind of like that role of of molding an arrangement out of existing parts. So here are the two parts together. This song is another document of my transition from a negative mental space to a more secure one, or maybe secure isn't the right word, a more positive one. Some people can have a huge effect on you without even saying a word. So just the way they look at you can change your mood. In this case, I was a bit skeptical at first and gradually was convinced. And I wonder what sometimes what came first if my self-esteem and confidence improved because that's what she saw in me or, you know, the other way around. I suppose it doesn't really matter. What this did teach me, though, was the value of passing it on. Not in a romantic way, but if I tried to make everyone I talked to feel 10 feet tall, just like she made me feel, wouldn't the world be a better place? You know, even just a little bit. And I realized it was my choice. I could choose to see the bad and I can choose to see the good. And if you focus on the good, Not only do you feel better yourself, but you're also lifting up the other person. And that's essentially what this song is about, manifesting good feelings. I'm trying to apply this logic to all aspects of my life, including music. You know, for example, if I hear a song that I previously might have dismissed, maybe because it's not my preferred genre or style, now I'm listening out for, you know, even just a drum sound or an interesting compositional device and, you know, just trying to find the good things. I like the way you look at me You see all the good things Oh, I like the way you look at me You see all the good things Oh, I like the way you look at me I hope you've enjoyed listening and thank you again. Stay tuned for Call Me next week. This is Good Things by Danny G and the Major Sevens.